to episode 10 of the resident podcast it's the 10th episode after the 9th and before the 11th and we're back and a special episode with a, a, a new co-host his name is um cam hi cam who are you what are you doing how's your life wow that was a lot of questions in a, in a row um i'm in a room i've been in this room for like three months right now um i, I play games with with these guys sometimes and yeah i'm going slightly crazy well, we actually did a really uh, successful podcast with you before, didn't we, Cam? Did we? What was that called, Jacob? Can you remember? It was called the RGB podcast, wasn't it? We got two episodes out, I think. Oh, something like that. To be fair, it was two whole episodes. I think we did well. They're still up somewhere, actually. Oh, yeah, James Live recorded that, didn't he? Yeah. That was weird. I always forget that. Do you remember the drunk thing we did once? Are we allowed to talk about that? <laughs> what, the sex? I've still got all the footage from that, and it's... Goddamn hilarious. I'm, it's kind of sad that I never actually ended up putting that up. You should put it up. It was genuine madness. I remember going downstairs and seeing your mum, and I was absolutely shit-faced. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just say, I've somehow formed this rap into just no again. Uh, it's gone backwards. I don't know how that's happened. So, for context, just as we're about to start recording, Nathan being Nathan decided he'd go and get some food. Yeah. Obviously. Sustenance, innit? Have you just squidged it? Have you just squidged it up? I've, I've, I've squidged it a bit, yeah. I just want to go back to your earlier question when you asked Cam who he was, right? And Cam responded with, I'm in a room. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm Cam, uh, Barry Manilow enthusiast, and on, yeah. Is that is that good enough? Do you want to know more? Uh, some call him Cammy Manilow. Who calls me that? You can find me on livejasmine.com and uh, the cam cam. Um, so check that <laughs> yeah, out. The cam cam. <laughs> the cam cam. So, well, welcome back, Cam, to back. this long. Yes, welcome back because you are the famed uh, co host of the RGB podcast. That, that is true. That went out to at least 30 people, which, you know, back then that, we were pretty much f- podcast famous. We we're up there with like Joe Rogan and that sort of lot. Who's Joe Rogan? He's a man. He's bald. <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> he is bald. Okay. He's a he's a bald man. Uh, yeah, we did actually record a tenth episode, and it was actually live. I think the, it's still probably on my YouTube channel, but I sort of deleted all that footage. I don't feel as special now. It wasn't um, really a podcast. We just sort of played Mountain Blade. No, we 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 got we got we got in the Discord. We're like, let's record tenth episode, and we're like, okay, we said the tenth episode was going to be a live episode. So like, well, we need something on screen while we're talking about it. Otherwise, just a live stream with nothing on screen is boring. So we decided we'd play Bannerlord because that had just come out. Or was it before it came out? No, it was after it came out. No, I think it was just after it came out. That's why we were playing uh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, so we did that, and we basically just played Mountain Blade and gave up with the podcasting bit. Oh wait, no, it was before. It must have been the beta. I don't think we've played multiplayer since it came out. You can't really tell, because in terms of multiplayer, there is no difference between the beta and the full game. The multiplayer for Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord is absolutely dead as hell. I goddamn hate it. Wait, it's just come out though, right? How's it completely dead? Well, Mountain Blade has never really been a multiplayer game, specifically when it first came out. It was always made as a... The original version of it was called War Rider, and it was like a single-player RPG, and then the original Mountain Blade came out as a single-player thing. Then when Warband came out, it improved the single player but added in multiplayer and then the community made it into the massive franchise it is now 
because of the Napoleonic Wars events, the mods, the clans and things like that. So the only thing that made Mountain Blades multiplayer exciting was the community and the clans. But Battle released without any private servers, without any clan integration or anything. So no one plays the multiplayer because like no one really cares about it because it's literally just a siege or a team deathmatch and it's very, very boring. Yeah, there's also no mods for it as of now. Well, there is a single player, but yeah, not multiplayer. But that's only because there's no private servers and that's the pain. If they wanted to keep the players up, they had to release it with private servers and they didn't. They have said they are working on it now, so it will come in the next few months or so. But at the moment, I just can't be bothered to play the multiplayer because it's just the same repetitive thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's boring as hell. But that's Bannerlord. Yeah. A successful release, but slowly going downhill unless they do something with the multiplayer. Eh, It wasn't particularly slow. Yeah. Well, to be fair, at the moment, it's still getting like... 25k concurrent players a day which is amazing for a mountain blade game yeah i suppose but i mean saying on release it was getting 160,000 concurrent views <laughs> i mean players <laughs> yeah it's good for a mountain blade game but not necessarily good for a game as hyped up as mountain blade Bannerlord was but that happens to all single player games like that's the thing like the player counts fine for a single player game yeah it's actually pretty good for a single player game but since Mountain Blade and Mountain Blade Warbands, like one of its big attractions were its community and clan and the multiplayer, most people at the moment I think still play Warbands multiplayer and that's what gets its concurrent numbers. And I think if they had the multiplayer for Bannerlords, then it would have much higher concurrent numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember playing um, Napoleonic Wars and that was a really big thing at the time, wasn't it? Did you do a clan battle? Or- did I join a clan with you? Yeah, I did. I think a clan battle with you at one point. I was in many clans. Never been shouted at by someone <laughs> on the internet as much as I have playing Mountain Blade. <laughs> okay, I accidentally shot one commander by accident and he got really mad. <laughs> you and he accidentally lit- shot a- in a multiplayer game <laughs> where the commander's supposed to give all the orders and stuff. It was practice. It was practice and I... You know, it was it, it was a little bit it was a little bit funny. Yeah, the line battles were quite serious. A lot of people took them very seriously. It was quite it was quite funny when they got angry. Oh yeah, but that's what made it fun. But also, it was quite good when we did the piss about clans. Like, yeah, we all named ourselves after uh, priests and bishops yeah. and shit like that, and we just pissed about in events. Ironically, some of those did better than the super serious ones, but you know. Well, yeah, but that's because we didn't. <laughs> we just we just messed about and we were able to just go but that was fun but I don't want to talk about Bannerlord anymore I've talked about it too much over the last two months so what games have you guys been playing lately? oh I wonder what game have we been playing? Whew. what what have we been playing? what did I get yelled at a lot for recently? <laughs> literally someone messaged me yesterday is like oh so this is the weirdest interaction I've had on Steam he said do you uh, do you sign Steam profiles? I'm like what, what, what do you mean the- sign Steam profiles? and it was like just comment on my steam profile and then so people know i don't know just like sign it or something it was very strange and then this same guy was like when's the next mountain blade video came out and the only response i could give was when i stopped playing space engineers all i've been doing for the last few days is space engineers yes it's been fun um despite the ups and downs that we've had i don't know what you're talking about james (laughs) i'm just gonna say more downs than ups significantly more downs Uh, than ups yeah yeah, a lot of a lot of upside downs. Yeah, yeah, there's been a few so, of those. Yes. Yeah. 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 The thing is with that game is like when things are going well, it's 
so like it's such a different experience to every other game like how detailed and all the stuff you can do but when it goes wrong because of that complex detail and things it's so infuriating because you can spend so long creating something when that is destroyed uh, by a moron Um, (laughs) (laughs) to be fair we had a lot of fun trying to flip that thing back over yeah but that was Jacob was not in the best mood because he was there I was in such a bad mood last night I didn't get angry because I wasn't the one that spent loads of time making it I didn't spend that long on that one (laughs) so instead I was willing to smack it with a piston to try and flip it over and punch a hole (laughs) through it it did punch a hole straight through it it did go straight through it yes but we did almost get it flipped over it's just some of the wheels had fallen off. We were going to go to space yesterday. We were literally on the last trip back with all the ice to make hydrogen to go to space. And what does Cam do? He flips it over and destroys all, basically all of our hard work. But it's a great story. So, no, you know, you no, got, you got no. that. Nathan wasn't even there and he thinks it's a terrible story. Do you know what is a great story? I'm going to tell a great story, okay? There was once this amazing man, and his name was Nathan, and he didn't crash or destroy any vehicles in Space Engineers. That's because he hasn't flown or driven any vehicles. The first time you fly or drive anything, you will crash it. (laughs) Oh, Jacob, can you fly the rocket into space? Yeah, can we let Nathan do it? Yeah, you know what? I will. I will do that. Yeah. That yeah. rocket you've spent many hours on today. No, 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 no. I've spent the whole day making this rocket. So give it to Nathan. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. If you want, I can drive it, Jacob, but I feel like that could go even worse. <laughs> well, there are two cockpits on it, so technically two people can. <laughs> the fact that you said drive it is terrifying. <laughs> Wait, so not, do rockets not go along the ground? <laughs> it's a fucking space rocket, and he's just gone, I'll drive it. I'll just pop down M1. Yeah, exactly. How else are you meant to get to space? Well, you could just do the jetpack. If I think it's actually possible if you just get a load of hydrogen bottles and just you can jetpack it all the way to space. Yeah, you, yeah, you, I think you can. That will take ages. Do you know what we should actually do? We should just make a make a space elevator. I said this yesterday. That would take so long. Yeah, that's why we need to do it. You can build machines that can automatically, like, build a space elevator up, but it still takes so long because the planets are colossal. Right, I'll tell you what we need to do, though. Oh, God. We need a buzzer for every time you make up a word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, no, because whoever's editing this would kill themselves. Yeah? Yeah, that's not a good idea. Let's not do that. Right, okay. I need to make up a noise now for when people make up new words. I need a noise. Oh, Nathan's going to do it live. Yeah, yeah, we're getting live noises. <laughs> live noises. I'm gonna make a bird noise. That's what it's gonna be. Isn't that a description of this podcast? Bird noises. Oh, like yeah, actually, that's the title right there. Live noises. Not bird noises. We're not just fucking tweeting at each other. Tweet tweet. Why don't we get a bird, an actual bird, and just squeeze it really hard? That's a. <laughs> Sorry, why did you have to squeeze it? Well, that's how you get it to make the noise. No, it isn't. You think birds squeeze themselves to make noises. In yeah, oh. you can't just... You can't get an auto-squeezing bird. It's not a thing, James. Yet. <laughs> I used to have birds like this when I was younger. Toy birds. And when I squeezed them, they did make noises. Oh, I thought he meant real birds. <laughs> From the National Trust, isn't it? Yes, I had so many of them. I, I had so many of them as well. Do you know what I used to do with them? I, I used to throw them at walls... See how hard I had to throw them at the wall for it to make the noise. He had to stop that after he picked up his little brother. Yeah. I don't have a little brother anymore. 
anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I did not murder anyone. Just disclaimer. Don't try that at home if you have a brother. Well, they're not people until they're about four, right? I mean... Okay. <laughs> are they people if they're still in your mother's stomach? This takes us back to a conversation me and James had on a podcast a long time ago. I think it was like episode four or something. Oh, is this the one where we talked about being cannibals? Yeah, it was about episode four or something, and uh, Nathan wasn't here for this episode. But uh, basically, we're saying, could you live on just humans alone and make like a human farm? Yeah, we were basically talking about farming human beings, and would it be a, a viable way of living? Would it be morally wrong? Wait, the morals, the morals weren't really a debate. We knew it was morally wrong. We just sort of, we were, you know, thinking how it would how it would go and whether it'd be worth it. Yeah, I think I think the final sort of consensus was if you could make it so a human was born very fast and basically didn't have yeah. any human qualities. It would require a lot of evolution in in the uh, chain sort of like domestic cows now compared to what they were when they were first domesticized uh, and like dogs and all that sort of stuff are you just feeding the humans other humans is that the idea or do you give them food as well i can't remember whether we decided to feed them other humans or just grass oh no they can't no they can't because the whole point was could you survive on a planet that had no vegetation or anything like that well, you'd lose energy i think they're going to breathe and move around and Basically, what we need to do is evolve them to photosynthesize. Yes. And then we could eat them. Why not just eat a plant? Well, there's no plants. That's the problem, Cam. But once something evolves to photosynthesize, does it not just become a plant? Because I don't see any photosynthesizing animals around my house. Well, this, but this is the thing. Could you make... <laughs> Just your house? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big house. He's got a big, big Could you house. make a living being photosynthesize? Does it, like, is it treating to just strap a tree to someone and then, like, just, like, let their roots grow into their nose or something? Oh, my God. And then say, all right, they're photosynthesizing now. Does that count? I think that's cheating. What about if you made babies with a tree? I feel like it needs to be a genetic... If you could, that would be awesome. I feel like it needs to be a genetic mutation... Uh, I feel like you couldn't do that on an abandoned planet. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Yeah, no, you definitely couldn't. You'd need some top-end science for that shit. You could eat people for a while, I reckon. You could. And I mean, what are the chances that all vegetation would just disappear, you know? It depends what kind of planet you're on. We looked at the planets in our solar system that hardly sprung with with, uh, grass, are they? Yeah, but but if, if something happened, if something happened to wipe out to wipe out all the vegetation like on a uh, on the different planets in our solar system we wouldn't have survived regardless yeah. it, it wouldn't be the food that would be the problem <laughs> I'll tell you what though it would be an absolute win for the anti-vegan movement <laughs> the anti-vegan movement anti-vegan yeah I'm part of that are you? yeah I eat three steaks for every steak I eat <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god the best part is he, he fucking does. <laughs> Wait, does, doesn't that just mean once you've eaten a steak, you're always eating steak? <laughs> Precisely. Wait, is that where you're eating now? <laughs> well, no, because I wasn't eating steak. I was eating cookies and wraps. No, but if you'd eaten steak before in your life, you'd still be eating steak. Well, I am. It takes a long time to digest, doesn't it? Right, so you're just saving it up. Yeah, for a rainy day. Or all the other steaks. What, like a hamster in your cheeks or like actually somewhere in your body? No, I've got my own steak cupboard in my belly. He's developed a second stomach to store steak, specifically. I am halfway to being a cow, everyone. You're almost <laughs> at your mum's level. 
Oh, that's that's mean. Oh my god, that was mean. I'm sure Nathan's mum is a very nice lady. Nathan, is your mum nice? No. Nathan's mum would beat his ass. <laughs> Do you know what? Let me tell you, right? She would not pay for a helicopter pad on the roof of our house. What? The, I, I know. That's tragic. Wow. I know. What an idiot. That's what I can say. A child abuse, really. <laughs> yeah. We all know Nathan identifies as a helicopter. <laughs> How the fuck is he supposed to get home now? Oh, what are those things called? Are they called woggles, them swimming things? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, we've had this conversation because James didn't know what a woggle was. I have no idea what a woggle is, by the way. Okay, it's what Americans call pool noodles, but in Briti- British kids call them woggles. Oh, yeah, no, I do know what a woggle is. But they're also like what you put around your, your necktie at Cubs. Is that a woggle as well? That's a, isn't that a toggle? Oh, it's a toggle. That's a toggle. <laughs> anyway, back back to me identifying as a helicopter, and you can social distance using this as well, so it's relevant. You get a bunch of woggles, right? and tie them to your head and you just spin around and you're like a helicopter and also if anyone walks into your woggles they are too close to you and you can legally punch them put knives on your woggles oh yeah that's a good idea surely you just look like those inflatable men outside car shops then at that point well I mean he's not full of air is he? Oh, Nathan is. Can we inflate you Nathan? how much air would it take to inflate you? can I just go and get a pump from the garage and try? yeah let's see let's see (laughs) Sorry, where are you going to pump the air in? Where do you think, James? I don't know if you've noticed, but your your body has multiple holes in it. James, I'll use the one people put their mouths around. That's, that's how to blow up a balloon, so... <laughs> Wait, I'll use the one people put their mouths around. <laughs> Which hole do you mean by that, Nathan? That could be any hole. Oh, I don't want to talk about it, you know. I've changed my mind. <laughs> He's going to blow into his penis. <laughs> I've changed my mind. I'll give you a clue. Yes, any hole. <laughs> it's not my left ear. It is not my left ear. I'm just saying that now. Actually, that's the point. Is there a is there a plug in the world big enough to plug your nose? Right. Okay, James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Oh, I need to... Hang on. Yeah, I'm going to go on the, uh, on the app and get some breathing exercises because I'm just too laughing. <laughs> Do you use your phone like a breathalyzer? <laughs> yeah, mate. It's actually my, my personal ventilator. You put your mouth around the port and suck it. Let me try. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've got the info on, on Palestine versus Wigan Athletics here, lads. Right, what, how's it going? What's the score? Well, Palestine has a population of 4.4 million people, yeah. right? Yeah. But Wigan Athletic have somewhere in the region of 50 players. Right. Right. <laughs> Across their three three different teams, and maybe even some in reserve that I don't know about. So when you pit those number against it, and that's not even talking about all the staff. You know, when you take the staff into account, the logistics of the Wigan Athletic team would be remarkable. Palestine have rockets, right? Can I just say though, the ref is biased and he's just given everyone in Palestine a yellow card. So does that change the odds, or it does change the odds a little bit? Uh, and Cam, you brought up the the rockets, yeah, things of uh, rockets. I happen to know this number nine, Jamal Lowe, you know, because of his speed, is classed as a rocket. So Wigan Athletic also have at least one rocket on their team. And if anyone out there is a fan of Jamal Lowe, I would like you to know, I don't have a clue who he is. And for all I know, he could be an obese middle-aged man. Technically, if they all dress up as rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy, they'll have 50 rockets, won't they? Would that count as a furry convention? (laughs) I think it would. 
and that would cause them to get nuked. So now the odds have just completely tipped on their head. No one wins. No one wins. Because they're all fucking dead. Because everyone in Palestine has a yellow card. Oh, do they have allies? Are they going to have allies? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Wigan can have an ally. We'll let... We'll let... We'll let... Caca! New word. Okay, so I found here that Wigan Athletic are allied with... Uh, quite a lot of schools in their area. <laughs> right, well, we're sending kids in then. And it looks here like they're also allied with a special needs course. <laughs> That's nice. We're sending them in as well. They've also got a dance camp. They have great training facilities for dance. Okay, nice. Okay. Right. The nukes are coming. The nukes are coming. <laughs> Send in <laughs> Ethel with a ping pong racket. <laughs> I've got a map up and it turns out Wigan is pretty far away from Palestine. It's going to take <laughs> I honestly thought it would be a couple miles, but apparently quite further. Um so it's going to take them quite a while to get the whole Wigan team over there. Well, do Wigan have a private jet or do they just have tour buses? I mean it's Wigan so they probably don't have anything. They probably walk. <laughs> I was going to say, it might be like easier for Palestine to come to Wigan. It'd be nicer for them to come over, wouldn't it? Okay, so Palestine are the away then. As it happens, Wigan have great hosting facilities. What do they? <laughs> they have a Rigoletto's Italian restaurant on site. Can we clarify, is this a football match or a war? I can't tell. A war? Sp- Jacob, they're at war here. Well, it's a full-on war. Those rockets mentioned. Right, yeah, it's a full-on war, but if Wigan do score, they do get extra points. And that is an if. That's a big if, all right? <laughs> if we could manage to score against the uh, 4.4 million people of Palestine stood on the pitch... Yeah. Of all Palestine fighting, then? Well, no, they've all come. All the civilians are there to play football, and then the warriors are there to fight. Most people okay. call them soldiers, James. I'm going to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I did realise as soon as I said the word warriors, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Wait, isn't there a team called Wigan Warriors? Oh. I was just wondering that. Isn't that a rugby club? Right, that does change a lot. <laughs> That does change everything. <laughs> Let's find out. Palestine is screwed. Wigan Warriors, yeah, they've got a site. Wigan Warriors is a rugby rugby league football club. Wait, hold on. Wait, what? Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me? I think the politics here are, are a bit too complicated. So Wigan Warriors play both. So what they're going to do is pick up the ball and charge down the field, then put it on the floor and kick it into the net. And then shoot a Palestinian. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then shoot and rip their arms off because they're rugby players. These men look like orcs. <laughs> <laughs> So when we when we take this into account, yeah, you know the the odds are heavily against Wigan still because Palestine's a country. <laughs> but with enough heart and determination, Wigan might be able to get a couple kills. I think that Palestine could come out on top. Who's got the better kit? Because it's about morale in it as well. What's Wigan's morale? Are they close to getting promoted or relegated? Then neither, because there's no uh, sports playing at the moment because the world's in a crisis. Yeah, but they've just voted to resume. Premier League, haven't they? So are they even in the Premier League? You're asking people that don't know much about football. Well, they're they're a rugby team. Are they a rugby team? We discussed this. Wigan Athletic are probably in a league somewhere. Nah, mate, Wigan are bad. Right, I'm googling it. Well, it doesn't say where they are. It just says Wigan Athletic when you Google it. That's not useful, is it? Uh, that's because the season didn't really get off to much of a start, did it? Their manager's called Paul. If anyone wants to know, <laughs> Paul. Paul. Short for Paula. <laughs> It's a he, but he's called Paula. His name is Paul, but it's just like, Paula is longer than that. Wait, no, no, I've confused everyone here, haven't I? No, it's Paul. Their manager is called Paul Cook. It's Paul. Paul, Paul Cook. Cook. Wait, how many users that? 
Uh, it's quite a few, I think. So basically, he's a Paul who's having a stroke. So now Wigan have sympathy on their side because one of their members is having a stroke. Yeah, I'm just looking at Wigan's fixtures, right? Imagine losing to Swansea City. They're not going to beat Palestine if they lose to <laughs> Swansea, are they? <laughs> You're bad, Wigan. You suck. Tell you what, weird thing about this map is, are you sure about that population, James? Because West Bank area is looking a bit blurred on Google Maps. There's a lot of crisscross. Yeah, I reckon we could strategize for Wigan and like give them an invasion point. Oh, we're now going to plan an invasion against Palestine. Oh, I thought there was a place called Kit Kat, but it's called Kiryatgat. Easy mistake to make. <laughs> yeah, practically the same. I think that's where they got the inspiration. So, at the end of the day, what we can establish is... Australia's big. Australia <laughs> is fucking massive. It's big, isn't it? I've just seen it on the map and it's bigger than Indonesia. I imagine having a country where you can fly for like six hours and you're still in the same country. No, you can do that in any country. It just depends on the speed of the plane. And what route you take. If you're just going around in yeah. circles, you know... Why would you name a place New South Wales? Like, well, it's like South Wales, but better. James, are you telling me New York is better than York? Was that a question for me? Wait, what? Why am I... Wait, I don't know. I was going to say, because I'm the one who said it, but then you said James. I don't know why I said James, if I'm going to be honest. And then in my head, I was like, am I called James? Because I think that's questions for me. And I'm like, no, I'm not called James. So I, I'm really confused now. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I am called James, but that question's <laughs> not for me. Um, because of your badness, I think we should take over the podcast um, and appoint a new host. Okay, go on. I'd also like to point out, just quickly, we're on the subject of Australia on Google Maps. Yeah. Its picture is of Sydney Opera House, right? Iconic of Australia. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But also a giant seal statue in the foreground. Apparently, according to Google Maps, that is what Australia stands for. A giant metal seal in front of Sydney Opera House. Yeah, but if you think about it, right? If you squint a lot, like I'm talking about a lot, Australia kind of looks like a, a curled up seal, doesn't it? Are you having a stroke? I've seen a lot like, that it looks like Scooby-Doo, but a, there's a lot of people filling in the gaps on that. No, 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 it's a cat having a hairball. Where's the hairball? Look, Tasmania's the hairball, mate. Oh, I see that, yeah. And Melbourne's the mouth of the cat. Australia is a cat having a hairball. Alternatively, Australia is Australia. No, you're wrong. Shut up, James. Shut up. Because at this route, we could say India looks like a penis. <laughs> it doesn't, though, does it? What does your penis look like? James, you need help, mate. We've, I mean, I don't know who it was that I was playing a game with when we established that um, Scandinavia is literally a penis. That might have been me. It is a penis, yeah. It is a penis. Straight up is. No, it's, it's, it's not. Could you imagine if you had an Algeria in your balls? That'd be weird. <laughs> imagine if you had an Algerian in your balls. Cam, you could oh, tell us man. all about that, couldn't you? Hey, less of that. I told you that in privacy, James. Do you think at one point Niger and Nigeria were the same country? Well, I think they probably had a big falling out and they were like, well, allow the first three letters each and then we'll just change off the other bits. Can you count to four? I'll... I mean, they have five letters the same in this <laughs> None five. Of us can count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The first three letters. Can you count to four? There's fucking five, you morons. I was 33% closer than Jacob. And that deserves a drink, in my opinion. <laughs> Where's IFAT? They don't exist anymore, do they? Why? They haven't existed for some time, I would assume. Oh, Ethiopia. Give them back. They've been taken up by Ethiopia or Djibouti. Who's Booty? Is it pronounced Djibouti? Djibouti. Djibouti. Pr- what did you think it was pronounced? Dudgy Bouti. It could be. It could be. We don't know. We're not from there. No, it's Djibouti. 
<laughs> Who's what's that? What's that? What's that Greek song where it's like something that sounds like that? You know, <laughs> Papa Catapetto is a big volcano fire. Ah, yes, the Greek song. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem with playing too much Hearts of Iron. I don't know Africa very well because <laughs> the only time you see it is when you invade it. No, it's mostly British French. It's British French and Spanish and like bit of Portuguese. Yeah, and po- bit Portuguese, bit Italian. Some Germany in there. And you can really see where we kind of fucked up on the lines where we just went, yeah, these countries will get freedom and drew straight lines around the place and hoped it'd work out, <laughs> which it obviously has. I do I do like how some of the countries have natural borders and then some of them just have... No one lives in that area, so they've just gone, fuck it, that'll do. Look at Equatorial Guinea. It's almost a perfect rectangle, mate. Where's Equatorial Guinea? Oh, it's above Gibbon. Oh, that's Gabon. <laughs> 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 you can't say that. You can tell some of these countries, a big mustachioed man has just walked along and gone, yes, we'll just draw a border along here and here and here and I, nothing will go wrong. <laughs> Sorry, a big mustachioed man. Can I just point out that the road between Bidhabidjan and Ebibian, <laughs> this is the whitest sentence I have ever heard. <laughs> In Equatorial Guinea, goes out of their country, back into their country, and then halfway through the the town of Ebibian, it goes back into a different country. Yeah. I'm very confused as to what country Ebibian belongs to. Ebibian, mate. It belongs to Gabon, but it's half of the city is in Equatorial Guinea. It's up at the north northeast point of Equatorial oh. Guinea. Now, to be fair, the cathedral is in Equatorial Guinea, isn't it? Yeah, but the town is classed as being in Gabon, which is I find just fascinating. I like the Gambia. I like the way they added that on. Where's the Gambia? And it's just like a weird snake into another country. Like, uh, find uh, Senegal. And it's the Gambia is just a country going through. Oh, the Gambia. Oh, yeah. They've just gone, nah, I'll have the river, innit? That's what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the river. How did that get drawn? That's what I want to know. With a pencil or pen? I'd like. <laughs> Someone was trying to draw a snake is what it looks like. I feel like. like that was a doodle on the map and then their boss caught them and they were like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was just, yeah, this was an actual country. Yeah, no, I, I really checked this out. <laughs> yeah, because the west of their country is very yeah. square and then it just sort of goes all wiggly for, for their east. Yeah, but would they beat Wigan? <laughs> That's the real question. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why, but I think of the life of Pi when I see the word Senegal. Does Spain still own that? Spain still own what? Western Sahara. Mm, I remember it being a thing. Nah, surely not. There was a big thing about it a while ago. It's disputed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think like Spain and Morocco both claim that. It's Morocco. It's Morocco that own it. Morocco and the self-proclaimed Sahrawi Arab Democratic Republic. So it belongs to Morocco. (laughs) James the politician. Oh, this is when all our Spanish viewers are leaving now. It's kind of terrible when people claim territory really far away from their home, like, but we can agree, England owned the Falklands. The only reason we own that is to put it on car registration numbers. I've just had an amazing and brilliant idea. One podcast, we should go around every country in the world and tell them why, as British people, we don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We should make sure we put plenty of warnings at the start of the podcast to warn people that are sensitive to fuck off. And then we can rail everyone's country. I think that's just a given on the internet these days. If you're sensitive, throw (laughs) your phone away. I think that's a terrible idea. 
There's something called the South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. <laughs> Where's the South Sandwich? <laughs> I want to go there. It's right next to the Falklands. Wait, 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 where, where is this? It's east of the Falklands. It's the island next to it. Oh, I was getting east and west mixed up. South Sandwich Islands. South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. Can I just ask, why is it like the name of two islands stuck together? You know what, James? I can answer that in one question. We own it. <laughs> oh, is that one ours as well? Oh. Brilliant. It's a British overseas territory. Do you reckon they exclusively export the bottom sandwich? Like the bottom slice of a sandwich in a sandwich. Is there a top sandwich island? Okay, so apparently the main island is called South Georgia and there's a large amount of smaller islands around which we call the Sandwich Islands, the South Sandwich Islands. Why? I don't know. I'm assuming the geezer was quite hungry and asked for a sandwich but instead accident. Oh wait, no, I found the South Sandwich Islands. They're to the southeast of the South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. So we named an island after the position of another island. Yes. Right. We are clever people. I didn't know we owned so many islands down there. Apparently Coronation Island belongs to Australia. What's Christmas Island? That's where Santa lives. You never heard of Christmas Island? No, never heard of Christmas Island before. Well, it's like Easter Island for for the different time of year, isn't it? Oh, they've got a restaurant called The Lucky Ho. (laughs) 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 I'm going to look at reviews. It's got 4.4 stars. Guys, it's all over. I found Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. I love how if you look at country names and maps, you can instantly tell where Britain used to be. <laughs> yeah. By goddamn awful names like that. Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. <laughs> Lads, you will not believe this. Next to Edinburgh of the Seven Seas, on the island of Tristan da Cunha... Where are you? There is also the Nightingale Islands, and then there is Inaccessible <laughs> Island. <laughs> That's a great name. That is the best British name ever. We are teaching some tremendous geography here. Yeah, well, that's what you do when you tune into the Resident Podcast. You learn all this stuff. Uh, And if you want to know where it is, it's midway between South Africa and Uruguay, I would say. Okay. I found another one of these things where they relate to a different island. So it's St. Helena, Ascension, and Tristan da Cunha, which is the island I just found, which is miles to the south. I'm very confused to these names. Ah... I wonder who owned Georgetown. I wonder who. Wasn't it named after King George? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's clearly British. Well, you say that, but it could be American. Yeah, but Americans don't have any, like, land like that because they didn't exist when people were colonising all that land. Well... Yeah. Americans are just B-Tech British people. (laughs) (laughs) James, we're saving it for a separate episode, man. James, come on. I just get carried away. I, I enjoy it too much. There's literally an island called British Indian Ocean Territory, to which it's just a big old squiggle with an airport. You're a big old squiggle. You just call me a squiggle. <laughs> Sounds like a Pokemon. Oh, it is literally just a big old squiggle. It looks almost like a fake island. It's almost like we built it. Conspiracy theory? It's like those Chinese islands that they're building off the coast. I wonder if they're mapped. I think they are. They are. Dongsha Atoll National Park. That looks cool. Or Street View and 360. Okay, it's put me on a train. (laughs) (laughs) He's put me on a train with a man holding a cup of tea, I assume, up, and he's just staring into the camera. That's terrifying. James, can I please see you do a travel program? I want you to be halfway around China and just like, well, I've just got on a train. I don't know where I'm going. The person next to him is just fast asleep. The guy across the way is fast asleep. This isn't like a, a professional Google photo. This guy's just taking a random pic of him on a train. 
Waterproof disposable bag. <laughs> Balls crisp. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking now. Where am I looking? I'm still in the United States, right? And there's there's a couple of lakes around here. One of them is called West Grand Lake, which, you know, it's not the best, but it's okay. It's connected to Big Lake by Grand Lake Stream, <laughs> and it is next to Grand Falls Flowage. Who names this shit? This is brilliant. That was probably the British that named them, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it absolutely was. We are terrible at naming stuff. Guaranteed, when explorers found places that they didn't really care about they got drunk and they just started throwing names out what about this one duck lake is next to upper chain lake which is next to middle chain lake which is next to lower chain lake crazy innovativeness there isn't it i think they just got bored halfway through it's like well bertie what should we call it well it's it's a chain of lakes let's call it chain lake (laughs) okay i think a lot of them are named after american tribes as well yeah yeah like this one long pond do you remember the tribe of long pond <laughs> Do you remember the tribe of Long Pond? I just like that that's the fucking lake he found. If I found a massive lake in America, I would call it Fish Pond. What if it didn't have fish? No Fish Pond. <laughs> no Fish, fish Pond. pond. <laughs> There's a, a river in the middle of America called Canadian River. I'm assuming it does flow from Canada. Okay, I am wrong. It flows from the Arkansas River in the Robert S. Kerr Reservoir. Do you just say Arkansas? Yes, mate. You mean Arkansas? No, Arkansas. No, you mean Arkansas. It's spelled Arkansas. It's not Arkansas. I know what it is spelled like. Yeah, so it's fucking Arkansas. No, this is absolutely hilarious. So you know how roads are straight and that in America? <laughs> 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 in their cities and that they've got like a grid of roads yeah so this dead ass straight road is called Great Bend why are they calling that <laughs> yeah, why do Americans not have roundabouts uh, I think they like car crashes yeah fucking stupid ass American bitches call it Kansas <laughs> City but it's Arkansas what the fuck is wrong with you it's spelt the same you fannies I'm sorry but I think you'll find that the English language has many of them James yeah, but in England, would we call it Arkansas or Arkansas? Well, what would we call Worcester? That's a completely different spelling. Because <laughs> like, that's a completely different <laughs> argument, you know? Also, there's no H next to the C. That's the difference. <laughs> James, you're literally arguing over a language that the English created anyway. It's probably the English that named it, so you're not actually having to go to Americans. The American language is no longer the English language because Americans were too dumb to remember what English words were supposed to be. Chicken, do you have any American viewers? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yes, most of my viewers, I think like 60% are American. I'd just like to point out, I do actually quite like America. Oh, now he says it. Oh, yeah. Not their president or the majority of the people in the country, but they have achieved some incredible things. Okay, that's a bit of a, a blanket statement. The majority. I mean, you can look at the figures. The majority of people in their country... Are big. Lack education. Are big. <laughs> <laughs> lack education. I feel like that's a failure of the state, though, sometimes. But at the same time, you could just pick up a book, like it's not hard. Could also just have some common sense. I'm looking for places in England now that's just stupid. I just can't find any. They're all so good. Wait, don't we have a place called Dogger Bay? Probably. Oh, yeah. Is it Dogger Bay or is it Dogger Point? I think it's Dogger Bay and we also have a Dogger Point. Oh, of course. I feel like I know where Dogger Point is. 
Of course he does. We've got New Holland. We've literally got a place called New Holland. Oh, is it a train station called New Holland? Oh, I see that. <laughs> yeah, why do we have a train station called New Holland? Because it's like, oh, Holland. Let's make a new one. Train. I'm not sure people from Holland actually call their country Holland. No. I feel like Holland, the Netherlands got a bit turned around when they were trying to colonise new lands and they just came into England and said, we're colonising this. That did actually happen. They did. But we invited their king to come and rule us because we hated Catholics. So not much has changed. Yeah. Apparently that's the only time when we were technically, well, no, we were invaded a lot, but that was like the last time we were invaded properly. But if you ask someone to invade you, is it really an invasion? It's like assisted suicide, isn't it? It's still suicide. Yeah, if you say to someone, oh, I want you to kill me because I've stubbed my toe or whatever. <laughs> what would be the last thing you do if you knew you were going to die? You could do anything and money wasn't an issue. What would be the last thing you did? So money isn't a thing, like going somewhere isn't a thing, as if you could teleport and do whatever you wanted to do. What would be the very last thing? I think the last thing I would do is eat a Domino's and then set up Wigan versus Palestine just before I go. <laughs> Lol. Eat a Domino. That, that's two very different things you're doing there. Yeah. Eating a Domino's and then casually starting a, a ridiculous war. I feel like you're playing God quite a bit. Yes. I don't know, I think I'd probably just like, sit down and have a meal with the family, innit? If I could do anything I wanted, I'd just not die. That's not the point of the... That, no, that is the point. He's got you there, Nathan. Shut up. If you were about to die and you could do literally anything, what would you do? Well, I just wouldn't die. Well, in that moment, yeah, you wouldn't die, but then you would because you're about to die. No, but what if you're about to die because someone's about to shoot you? If someone's about to shoot you, then that adds in more variables because that's not a definite death. Yeah. There are many things that can go on. The gun could jam. It could not hit something that kills you. Someone could run you over with a truck. Two pigeons could come and poo in each of their eyes. Yeah, you could have a stroke standing there. A mouse could crawl up the gun barrel. His leg might fall off if it was a pirate. Yeah, you've overcomplicated this, James. Idiot. For goodness sake. I like adding a lot of different possibilities, you know? What would definitely kill you, though? Like a Drowning. Well, not if you swam to the surface. What if you mutated and had gills? You're inside a safe underwater, and it's like just a metal box. You can't get out. If the safe's waterproof, you're all right. Okay, there's a little hole. Uh, well, I think the problem is not with the situation of how you're dying, except with how you phrase the question. Because if you could do anything and you said you could teleport, i just teleport out of the safe. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean you specifically could teleport. Like, if you wanted to go somewhere, you could be there. I don't mean you can teleport. Yeah, so I'd be sat in this safe dying, and I'd think, God, I could really go to Pizza Hut right now and grab me a pizza. Bosh, I'm in Pizza Hut. <laughs> I'm not dying. <laughs> Do you see, your question was a little bit stupid. And I loved how you immediately jumped to just letting yourself die. You didn't give a fuck. You just immediately, I'll have a pizza, Star War, bosh, I'm dead. <laughs> you didn't try and avoid it. Is there something you want to tell us, Jacob? Uh, no. And on that, I think, how long have we been going? An hour. An hour. I think that's that's good enough. I think oh, we'll end dear. the podcast here. What a great quality podcast. Very structured, very good. I mean, for the 10th episode, I don't think it gets much better than that. I only assorted, like, four different countries, didn't I? Well, yeah, but we can cut it to make it sound like more. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, unfortunately, Cam wasn't here for the end. I don't know what he's gone to do. We will be back. We're definitely recording one a week now, so they'll be up every Sunday. Till then, I'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.